Welcome to Church Matters, a place where we ask questions about the life of the church at home, across the street, and around the world. This program is brought to you by Mennonite Church Canada. My name is Janet Plennert. And I'm Dan Dick. And we are the co-hosts of Church Matters. Our scripture today is from the Gospel of John, chapter 4, verse 10. Jesus asked her, If you knew the gift of God and who it is that is saying to you, Give me a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. Thanks, Janet. That's a very appropriate scripture reflection for today and this season of gift-giving. Today we're going to do something a little different. I'm going to sit in the guest chair for a change. And Janet, I'll be doing enough talking today, so why don't you tell our listeners about today's program? Thanks, Dan. You have recently been away for three weeks in Africa, including southern Africa, and I have lots of questions for you about your experience there. So we want to hear some of those stories specifically focused on the topic of global gift sharing which I think is appropriate for the Christmas season. Well, this is a switch for you, isn't it, Dan? It is, but it's fun no matter which chair I'm in. Dan, this is a season when we turn our hearts, our minds to Jesus in a special way. Jesus, the Prince of Peace. It's also a time in North America when many Christians show their appreciation for one another by exchanging gifts. Now, if the church in Canada were to give a gift to the church in South Africa... What would it be? Well, that's a great place to start this conversation, Janet. I spoke with a lot of people in South Africa, missionaries, pastors, teachers, and students, and it didn't take long for a theme to emerge. And that theme is that there's a great need and hunger for biblical teaching in South Africa. Now, my conversations were particularly poignant at ESSA, the Evangelical Seminary of Southern Africa. Here I was introduced by our witness workers, Dan and Yvonne Neiswander, in Peter Maritzburg, South Africa. I was introduced to Charles Mashlangu. Charles is the principal at ESSA, and he's also a 1970s-era graduate of the Canadian Mennonite Bible College, now known as CMU. Charles is very aware of the Mennonite emphasis on peace and discipleship and servanthood, and he's also married to a Mennonite, Dolores Hebert, originally from Steinbach, Manitoba. Now, here's how Charles characterized the need for pastoral and leadership training in Southern Africa. There is a, a tremendous explosion of, uh, of churches. The challenges are, are fantastic. Uh, the opportunities are great. There's a great uh, outpouring of uh, wealth for explosive evangelism uh, ministry. And we have been saying for, for decades that... Uh, there is a very little value in uh, in multiplying on on evangelism alone because that is the, the single most uh, preoccupation of uh, western uh, enterprise in africa so uh, the the church remains perpetually uh, untaught is this the case only in south africa dan or do you think it's more widespread than that well, that's a great question, Janet. And here's what Charles said about that. In South Africa and, and in the continent, we meet with presidents and principals of uh, theological seminaries. And it's frightening that uh, just barely 2006, I uh, uh, was congregating in the same table uh, over coffee with leaders, uh, theological schools from, uh, from uh, Uganda, uh, from Ghana, from Nigeria, 
uh, and, and, and from uh, Zambia. And uh, uh, coming from South Africa, I, I mentioned to them that uh, I, I'm so glad that uh, they are uh, leading schools uh, in countries that are supposed to be having so-called revivals. And uh, these brothers uh, are looking at me and saying, they're talking about uh, uh, what is in missions ma magazines, because that is what is in missions magazines, the, 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 the pictures of uh, numbers. Where, where is disciple-making taking place? Uh, we are not seeing this. this is, those who are in West Africa said, we are not seeing you know, depth. We are not seeing growth. Those who are in Central Africa are saying the same thing. Those who are from Zambia, Zimbabwe are saying the same thing. And we are weeping in South Africa because when we look at uh, the breakdown of marriages and families, I mean, just an incredible, catastrophic breakdown of marriages and family. Uh, we have very little to, uh, to give to, uh, to churches, to, to, to these people who have embraced the faith. So does Charles have ideas on what specifically Mennonites can contribute to this leadership vacuum? He sure does, and here's where Charles began to get really passionate. In this world, in this continent that is ravaged with blood and uh, abuse and sexual immorality and uh, decaying, you know, uh, I think uh, 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 they have uh, the, the edge, uh, uh, and I, I wish this one could be printed in red, the Mennonites have the urge of uh, intrinsically speaking from their heart when they stand for, for the uh, background of uh, pacifism. Because uh, what is, is there a country in the world that does not uh, scream out and cry out to God and say, what's going to be done to reverse the curses? Our president in South Africa is known throughout the, the, the world for, for being the most uh, prolific leader who stands for peace, uh, but he's not a, he's not a, he's not a pacifist. Uh, and uh, uh, we, uh, we, we, you know, in our theology, we're a little bit uh, uncomfortable there. We, we don't know where we are. And uh, 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 Mennonites have, have that uh, contribution to make to, to the church of Jesus Christ worldwide. They do not have to be apologetic. And, uh, and in my continent, they, they have the edge over many other faiths and many other backgrounds because they don't have to apologize. They have what? Uh, they've been brought up in what we are desperately seeking and praying for, uh, for peace. Wow, Dan, that is both humbling and powerful. I'm wondering how Mennonites from North America would be perceived in a Southern African cultural and religious environment. Do you think Mennonites would be accepted? Well, in fact, Janet, they are very accepted. There, there are already several folks working in Mennonite ministries in South Africa. I did ask him if he would like to address Mennonites in Canada directly, and he responded with a very impassioned invitation. C-O-M-E. I'm representing the Church of Jesus Christ, and I'm saying you have resources. You have resources. You don't even know what kind of resources that you have. And I know that you have resources because you trained me, and I thank God for that, that you trained me while I'm here. And I'm telling my students that uh, uh, you ain't seen nothing yet. This is nothing compared to uh, what... Uh, uh, 
is installed potentially and and you guys have those resources and I'm not talking about you sending uh, Canadian dollars and American dollars I'm talking about you coming and 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 and, and, and uh, partnering with us in uh, producing uh, the the next generation of leaders wow well he certainly responds with conviction and interesting there's no ask for money there Dan in North America we often think of gift giving as an exchange is there something that the African church can give us or teach us in exchange right I did ask Charles's wife Dolores that question now she works at ESA in administration she gave quite an emotional response to this question what we can learn from Christians in Africa she says is to absolutely trust in God you follow Christ or you die there is no other hope there's nothing else that is going to to rescue you in Canada nothing else going to rescue us except Jesus Christ and we have got to get that message out to back to you who who sent your wonderful ministries you you sent the gospel here and the students on the campus here are very aware that this is where the answer is they come no they come here because they didn't have enough of the answers they had the gospel they got saved as charles said they got saved but then what what you give after that if you don't know um how to follow jesus christ if you don't know what he asks of you if you don't know the grace that he gives uh so that's the answer and i think that we can we can partner up you have many of the skills that we need here but what i see on campus is utter reliance that uh we have to have that north americans can benefit from from seeing the students here who have just given up the last shred of security they thought when their church said we will support you they thought it meant more than prayer support <laughs> that's very powerful stuff dan thanks for recording these stories my pleasure janet our time is up for today our trial year of this program is drawing to a close if you're enjoying this program and would like to see it continue please let us know Again, you can call us at 1-866-888-6785 or email office at mennonitechurch.ca with your comments, concerns, and encouragement. In the meantime, we invite financial and prayer support for the many ministries of Mennonite Church Canada in South Africa and around the world. Mail your gift to Mennonite Church Canada, 600 Shaftesbury Boulevard, Winnipeg, Manitoba, R3P0M4, or write Church Matters on the envelope. My name is Janet Plenert, and I'm Dan Dick, and you've been listening to Church Matters, where our prayer is that you will be called, equipped, and sent to be the church in the world today. Tune in again at this same time on the third Sunday of the month to hear more about the many ways that the church matters. Thanks for joining us. As you go out from here 
May the Lord go with you, the face of God shine on you every day. We are sent by God wherever we are living, salt and light as people of the way.